Welcome to the Life of an Educator, hosted by Matthew Beal. Hey team, and welcome back to another episode of the Life of an Educator podcast, hosted by myself, Matthew Duick, and this is episode three. And so welcome, it's such a joy to be with you today. And last time we started this conversation about building a positive classroom atmosphere. And so if you haven't listened to episode two, I'd encourage you to go back and pause this episode and go back and listen to episode two. And it was all about the first week of school and setting those expectations for your students and allowing them to be a part of it. And also how to set up your classroom a little bit about thinking about how you want to design the space, making sure it's about the students and making sure that there's that right balance uh, between organization and color and posters and fun and desks and all of that. So go back and listen to those pieces in the last episode and then come back and join us for episode three. We're going to continue the conversation and so let's dive right into it. We talked last time about that first week and about setting it up and setting those expectations and not scaring them away with curriculum too quickly about being positive having your students be engaged and allowing them to set up the space. But how does that continue throughout the entire school year? Or if you're in high school, how does that continue throughout the semester? Because as important as the first day is, as important as week number one is, and don't get me wrong, they are crucially important. The consistency and how you follow through throughout the semester or throughout the school year is important as well and it might be just as important because if you can come out as this harsh this is how it's going to be done type of teacher week one and if you don't follow through that's not going to work out too well for you you can also come across the first week as this fun and entertaining teacher but if you don't set expectations that's not going to go well for you either and Trust me, as a young educator, I went through both of those scenarios where you come off a little bit too harsh and it takes a little bit longer to have students trust you and engage with you. And there's been times where you come off a little bit too fun and too loosey-goosey and you have a hard time by the end of the year of controlling the classroom and having students respect you. So it really is that fine balance of, yes, you want to engage with students, and that is the number one goal of that first week is getting students to be comfortable in the classroom, but there comes a balance with those expectations. And so finding that balance takes some time, but it it really is how are you going to take those expectations and that trust factor that you've created in week one and how is that going to transfer to week 10, week 20, week 50 and throughout the 200 days of the school year. So how do we keep this going throughout the year? Some of it doesn't change and so let me start off by saying (laughs) throughout the year you're going to continue to be positive as an educator and as a teacher no matter what grade you're teaching. Teachers need to be positive there is so much negativity in our world and there's a lot of negative negativity in the education world. 
I truly believe that a positive teacher goes a long, long way. And so some of the things that we've talked about, about being positive, about smiling, about being honest and being real and being yourself, that doesn't change. That needs to continue from day one until day 200. And you need to continue to be yourself, be positive, and be someone that uh, is approachable. Because the school year is a long haul. It is a long go and students need positive teachers such as yourself to go to and to trust and to share and to cry and to talk and to go to you when they need to. So continue to be that positive person. That actually is huge in making sure that this positive atmosphere we're trying to create continues. And just like the first week needs to be fun and and engaging for students, that needs to continue throughout the year as well. You need to find times to have fun. You need to have find times to take a break and to just be people. I know the curriculum is important. We'll get to the curriculum in future episodes. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of conquering curriculum and making sure curriculum gets conquered. I am an academic at heart. And so don't get me wrong. Some of you might be listening to these first few episodes and thinking Mr. Duick is all about just having fun and getting to know people and doesn't care about the academics at all. That is not me and you'll get <laughs> you'll get the other side of me fairly quickly here as we jump into future episodes and talk about the academic side and the curriculum side. But that comes secondary to building that atmosphere because people are more important than math questions and people are more important than... Um, an, an essay and people are more important than knowing when Canada was formed okay and don't like hear me when I say that we need to make sure that kids know that they are cared for and that they matter so have fun you are only a kid once we've all been a kid at some point and your my students and your students if you're a teacher listening they're only kids once and they want to know when they graduate from high school or when they graduate from their elementary or middle school, they want to look back and have good memories there. And uh, I can look back at my journey throughout elementary, middle school and junior and high school, sorry, and can tell you moments where it was one of my favorite memories and I actually wasn't doing math, believe it or not. And I know if there's any of my students listening, you're like, no way, Mr. Duick, you're lying. But I'm serious to say that some of my favorite memories of my education journey as a kid was not doing math, was not doing anything academic. It was doing the extra, doing the, you know, Comfest or doing Guys and Dolls production or being a part of Symphonic Band or hanging out with friends or doing other things that were part of the education journey, was part of the going to school every day but it just wasn't sitting in the classroom doing math questions. And so have fun. Talk about life. Get off track. It's okay to get off track. I am the easiest person to get off track. My students know this, and so they try and get me off track all of the time. And uh, I'm easy to get distracted. So guess what? It's okay. Time happens and sometimes it's talking math and sometimes it's talking English or social studies or science or whatever it is but sometimes it's not and that's okay so pick your battles and know your non-negotiables 
As you go through the year, your non-negotiables need to continue to be your non-negotiables. Respect is necessary no matter what. You always, 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 as an authority in a school, need to demand respect, always. That means that you can have fun. That means that you can get sidetracked and have fun uh, with conversation. But respect always needs to be there. I have learned very quickly in my career that respect is mandatory. Make sure that you have your non-negotiables and know what they are. Know that non-negotiables are different than pet peeves. Uh, my One of my pet peeves is I do not like when kids go to the door before the bell rings and line up at the door and hover around the door. COVID has helped immensely with that. Uh, now they're not allowed to. But know that your non-negotiables will be different than pet peeves. Okay, so... Respect is one of my non-negotiables. Going to the door before the bell rings, that's a pet peeve. I will just ask my student to go sit down. That's not going to cause them to, you know, have attention with me for five hours after school or anything crazy like that, right? But pick your battles. Know what you are willing to fight for and know what is just going to happen. So, for example, at Selkirk, it was covid the last couple years, and there were some hard days. Kids were having a hard time coming to school. Lots of kids loved coming to school. Lots of kids kids didn't like coming to school. And there was just one day, I forget even what day of the week it was, but the kids came in, and I just felt, and they felt, that math wasn't probably going to happen that day. And so I said to them, I said, is everyone doing okay? And we all just felt that there was a, an emptiness in our emotion and an, empty, and an emptiness in, in our day. And so I said, you know what? Why don't we just talk? Why don't we just have a conversation? And immediately they kind of sat up in their seat and got a little bit excited about it. And we talked for the entire 60 minutes of the math class. And we had <laughs> the best time. We talked about everything under the sun. We talked about vacation, our ideal vacation. We talked about our ideal car. We talked about uh, life at school during COVID. We talked about life at school without COVID. We talked about what we like about school, what we don't like about school. We talked about future. We talked about goals and aspirations. You name it, we talked about it. And each person got to talk, each person got to share. Uh, we took turns kind of picking questions and picking themes and conversation. And if you would have, if this would have happened like five years ago in my career, at the start of my career, it would have really, really bothered me. Because like I said, I truly am an academic and I, I do love the math and I do love what I do as a teacher. And it would have really bothered me because I would have went all 60 minutes of a class and not talked about math but it didn't bother me at all and uh, I actually it was one of my favorite classes of the year and I always give a reflection to my students at the end of the semester for them to basically grade me on my on how I did as their educator and their teacher and multiple people said that that was their favorite moment of the school year and so it's moments like those that are going to be remembered it's moments like those that are going to have a lasting impact on these students' lives. Not saying the next day we, w we went back to math and we, we had a full day of math the next day. But that day was really important in my educational journey and in their educational journey as, as kids. And so don't 
messed out on those. You can't have those every day, obviously. We do need to do the academic side of things. But there are moments where you're going to know, as an educator, it's time to pause and just to sit back and to let it happen. Obviously, we are stronger now coming out of COVID and uh, I'm, I'm excited to go back to full-fledged forward of, of teaching every day with a full classroom and all of that. But even now, as we are back into 30 kids in the classroom, there's still times where it's going to be needed to pause and just have conversation and to play a game or to not do what the schedule tells you to do. So continue to be open to having fun. When I was at TechFoc, one of the days, I was having a little bit of a rough day and uh, I wasn't the most positive person that I probably should have been. And uh, it was the last period of the day and I stepped out of my classroom just for a moment, just to kind of reset and to breathe and to collect myself and to get ready for one more class. And I went into my classroom and two of my students were up at the front of the room and they were kind of taking over and doing my job because I started off my classroom every day with mental math, with an activity of estimation. And so they were up there and they saw me come in. And as soon as they saw me come in, they started the class. And I have, you know, a routine of how I start the class. And so they said, hey, team, happy Wednesday or whatever day it was. And then they continued to say, it's time for estimation and mental math. Open up your booklets, turn to the board. You have three minutes on your markets at go. You know, if I wasn't willing to be positive and let it happen, I could have jumped immediately in, stopped what they were doing, got mad at them and, and yelled at them to go back to their seat and to take over. But I didn't. I sat down actually in one of their chairs and I let them lead. I let them be the teacher for a few minutes. I had fun with it. I actually uh, started to being the annoying student who would, you know, tap their toe on the desk and I raced all of the students to see who was the fastest in their three minutes and I was the fastest so don't worry I I can still be a math teacher but (laughs) just kidding but you know I had fun with it and I sat in there in one of their chairs and I let them lead and we went through the three minutes and then we went through the estimation and they gave out the candy and and then it was time to get to the lesson and I kept sitting there and I was waiting to see what they would do and you could tell now the fun was getting I was having the fun now and they weren't as much because they didn't know what I had planned for the lesson. And so I got up and I took over and, you know, we carried on with the class. But I let them lead. I let them have fun with starting off and they did a, they did a fine good job. And uh, so for those of you, you know who you are if you're listening, future educators maybe. But they had fun with it and I let them have fun with it, right? I could have jumped in and took over but I didn't because I set that atmosphere. They were comfortable and knew that they could come in and have some fun. And to be honest, they made my day because I was having a rough day and they helped me get through that last class. And so I thank them for that. So let those times happen. It's okay to have some fun. And I think that, you know, we're getting there as, as uh, people in education, but you know, even when I went to school, it was so serious and so like get to work and, and, and you really had to try hard to connect and we're getting there, but it's okay to have some fun and it's okay to allow your kids to uh, take over a little bit. Remember that, you know, yes, you're the authority, but we need to start thinking more about 
the students being the players and you being the coach of a team. You need to let the students have ownership of the room. You need to let them do the teaching. You need to let them do the learning. You need to let them actually be the students who are there to learn and to get an education. You're really there to supervise. You're there to step in when needed. But, you know, it should not be you at the front of the room every day for 200 days and all of the 30 students just sitting in their individual desks, you know, being robots. That's not how education should be. When when students are learning, they should be up and and around the room and working on whiteboards or on pieces of paper or on poster paper or talking with their peers and maybe checking in with you once in a while for some of that nitty gritty, you know, when it really gets to the hard stuff. But but let them be a part of the space. Let them be the ones who are making that positivity happen. That comes from your example. That comes from you setting the pace. But once the pace is set, once those expectations are set that we talked about last episode, it should really happen naturally. And your job actually becomes fairly simple. You're now the manager or the coach of the team and they're doing the work. They're the ones actually doing the learning, which is the way it's supposed to be. And I think that a lot of times we as teachers teach ourselves again and again and again, and the students just happen to be there. And they might pick up a couple things, but they're not actually doing the full learning that they're supposed to because we just are blabbing and lecturing to them and they're not picking it up. And so let them be a part of the experience by letting them lead and... um But again, that happens from us making that positive atmosphere. Now, all that being said, we need to stand firm when needed, right? We set those expectations week one. Don't get soft on those. Don't avoid those. Uh, The things that matter most need to be in place. And I talked a little bit about my non-negotiable is respect. People might have different non-negotiables, but make sure those ring true every single time. Remembering that that story I shared when the students took over the beginning of the class at TechVoc, they weren't undermining my respect. They were simply doing what I had allowed them to do because they saw the positive classroom atmosphere that was created and they knew that they were having a little bit of fun and they knew that I would come in and be okay with it. And so know what is okay and know what is not, but the more we engage with students, the more comfortable they they come into the classroom. This is the great thing. The more fun we have, when I actually ask them to do something serious, so when I actually ask them to do a quiz or when I actually ask them to get to work or when, they, or when it's test day and they're not too excited about it, guess what? They do it because we've had fun. They know I'm not giving them a test just because I want to. I'm giving them a test because it's required of me and we did the learning together and we had fun doing it. And so for them to do one day of, of quote unquote serious is okay because they know that tomorrow we're going to learn something and probably have some fun doing it. And so it really is a trick, but it's not really a trick because I want to have fun in my job. I don't want to be too serious. And for my friends who are listening, you know that I try to be serious and I fail a lot. Um, And so I'm not a serious guy most of the time. I want to have fun in my workplace. I want to have fun in my job. And I want to have fun with my students. But at the same time, I want them to learn. And I want them to do it in a positive atmosphere. And so 
as we wrap up today, I, I hope that this helps you to know that your classroom doesn't have to be this strict, cold, empty box that kids come in and out of. But it can truly be a fun place where people want to be. People are in my room all the time before school and during the lunch hour because I've created a safe space for people to come when we're not even doing math, when it's just about a space that they can hang out in. And so that's not because I'm anybody special. I'm not cool. I'm not the most hip person. Uh, I'm not that cultured in terms of what's going on in their world. But that's where I go back to just be honest, be positive, and be yourself. And that's enough. People will recognize that. Your students will recognize that. And when you allow them to have some fun, but yet know that there is a respect in your room, you truly encompass both those who want uh, true education and those who just want to get through. There are students who come and they just want a credit and they don't care about the academics so much. But when you create both, yes, we have to do some academics, but yet we also want to have some fun, you you kind of get everybody on the same page and you you get all students. And, uh, and I, I'm a believer that all students can learn and all students can be successful. And I think creating that positive atmosphere in your classroom is one of the best ways to do that. And so I hope that's helpful today. That time went by really quickly. And uh, I guess I'm passionate about creating a positive atmosphere in your classroom, but I truly have seen it work. And uh, it, it makes for a fun, a fun time teaching math. And uh, so thanks for listening yet again. This is already wrapping up on episode three, and I feel like we've barely even touched the surface. And so I'm super excited to keep going with you. Guests are coming. I promised you that. I've been working on schedules and topics and getting in touch with people. So we will be having some special guests coming on with me soon. And so that's really exciting. Continue to ask questions. Contact me through social media and uh, talk to me about what you would like to see come in future episodes. Continue to follow. Continue to listen. Website is thelifeofaneducator.buzzsprout.com and uh, we are back in two weeks for another great episode. And so continue to be awesome and thanks for listening. You make my day. Uh, And so I hope this helps you to get a little bit more insight on the life of an educator. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time.